Morning everybody. Well that was that then. That was Christmas. Uh, yeah, Christmas Eve down the pub. It was alright. Kind of, it was a bit quiet this year, strangely. Uh, Christmas Day went off without any hitches. Boxing Day uh, for me. It's been a lot of um, eating, watching TV, quite up a load of films and um, have learned to, learned to sleep until a reasonable amount of, you know, not getting up crazy early in the morning and that all stops tomorrow. So <laughs> there we go. Fun while it lasted. It wouldn't be a rest if we did it all the time. So I hope you all had a lovely Christmas. Thank you very much for your Christmas wishes. I won't go through them, but um, back to it. Right, didn't know if we'd do a Sunday Q&A today, but there is the one that got done in between. Spare tyres. Right, um, RK said the compressor is a good idea. Uh, yeah, the compressor, I mean, in fairness, I thought, is it going to be strong enough for the van tyres? But this one does up to 150 PSI, the one I've got. They're only about 20 or quid. Um, and it does it in about, I mean, it says within five minutes. I think, yeah, mine's within five minutes, like, you know, possibly less. If you've got, like, 30 PS on it already, because it's, like, got a slow puncher, it takes it up in about a couple of minutes. So it's dead handy. In fact, I dare say that the um, the compressor does it quicker than the one that you pay for in the um, in the garage. And the way I figure is if you check, check your tyre pressure once every week or once every two weeks, it costs you 50 pence, you know, give it... You know, by the end of the year, it's paid for itself, isn't it? So there we go. Um, he also says, he says, I don't think you need a torque wrench. Yeah, I probably went over the top with a torque wrench. Um, he says, you just need a bar breaker, which does the same trick. The thing is, what you don't want is, with the spare tyre kit, you're going to get a wrench about that long. And it's sometimes when they put the um, the nuts on with the air gun, they go a bit overzealous, and you've got this thing, you go like, Jesus, trying to get the thing off. But all you need, if you've got your wrench that's long, if you just get like a scaffolding pole, or any, we used to use the um, the dress rail poles off the market, uh, you get one that's about a metre long and it's hollow, you can stick that over the end, that will do the trick. So yeah, you don't need to go mad with one. I mean, the one I've got, I've had forever. Um, and I probably bought it back in the day when I had nothing better to do. But... Um, you just need to something to like to break the bars off. And jumping forward also, um, Scouse Dennis says what he carries is a standard scissor kit, which is another form of a jack. It's a perfectly acceptable jack. You've got your trolley jack with the one the wheels you go underneath, you rank it up like that, like you see in the, in the tyre places. You've got a bottle jack, which looks like a bottle with a bit of sticks up the top. You pump the bottle and the thing goes up slowly out the top like that. And then you get a scissor jack. And a scissor jack is kind of like um, two bits of metal like that. And as you crank on the side, it sort of goes like this. It sort of winds up like that and it, slowly. And they work perfectly well. Uh, so if you've got a scissor jack. And also something else I never thought of. He's got a one and a half inch uh, socket adapter for his cordless drill. Now, I recommend as part of the kit having a cordless drill on a van. Because when you do, if you're doing removals, if you get alum key adapters for the cordless drill, uh, they're really useful. Also, if you've got a Merc, you buy the ones that have got um, like the star keys. Because, you know, there's normal normal screwdriver, Phillips screwdriver, and then you've got the Merc one, which is like a star key, which is like a five thing like that. And then you've got Adam keys, which is like a hex. And you can get them. And these are really useful things to have on board. Particularly if you've got a bulb and you get your little drill out. Brruh, 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 it just makes life a lot easier. But, yeah, he says, once you crack the nuts, so you st you do kind of still need your bar breaker. But once you click, it's you just get it off. Brruh, brruh, that would make life a lot easier. So I'm going to be on the lookout for one of those scouts. Thanks very much for the... Um, your voice, as always, you know, whiz about anything you can do to make your life easier. You know, I don't know if they do electronic jacks, I don't know. You put it on the it comes up. You just, when you want, I mean, we get a punch, it's like, oh. Anything you can do to make life easier has got to be the way forward. Um, uh, yeah, other things like uh, Yorkshire Daily Grind also makes a point. Uh, he's, yeah, he says, don't forget the block of wood as well. Because sometimes the bottle jacks won't lift the van high enough. 
Also, I've been in situations before where I've had a flat tire and I physically can't get the bottle jack underneath the van, underneath the axle to jack it up. But if you've got a block, a block of wood on board, John, you need one about that thick. Get a, Say, for example, it's a front tire. Stick it under the front tire, drive onto the block of wood. That will lift your van up by that much, which gives you enough purchase to get the bottle jack underneath to get it clocked up. Because that's the most frustrating thing as well. When you get a punch, you go, don't worry, got a spare tire, got my bottle jack, got my thing. You're messing around for 15 minutes, then you're calling the AA going, yeah, I've got a puncher, I've got all the kit, I can't change it. I can't get the thing underneath. So you just a little bit of wood. Also, dead handy if you get a wood. I mean, you've got to bear in mind the weight against all weight on your van. If you get a bit of wood that's a little bit longer, if you ever get stuck in a hole or something like that, you can wedge the bit of wood underneath it, get you out of the hole. Not that you should be stuck in holes. Although very recently, <laughs> I moved out of the way from this Arctic onto the earth. And can I get off? No. Fortunately, the people I was delivering to, the nice people up in Milton Keynes, have got a almighty fork truck there, which also doubles as a tractor, and they drag me out. So thank you, guys, if you're watching. Um, and finally, Darren Ingram swears by Hulk's tyre weld. This is another one. I've never tried this. I'm sure it works perfectly well. It's that sort of that foam stuff. So if you get a puncture, you need an emergency, get yourself out of trouble, you just inject that into the tyre. That's the foam, fills the tyre up, goes rock hard or goes hard. Um, and then that gives you enough time to get to the tyre place. I think then they've got to clean it off a little bit, but hey, if it gets you out of trouble, anything that makes your life easier and gets you out of trouble. So there you go. So bottle jacks, scissor jacks, a bar, a bar breaker, which you don't necessarily need, like a torque wrench, doesn't need to spend a load of money, Holtz tyre weld, compressors, all this stuff might get you out of trouble. Good luck. Uh, what else we've got? Some miscellaneous ones here. Um, uh, Zub Coleman. Thinking of getting a Luton, wants to know about payloads, single wheelbase, double wheelbase, low loaders. Um, it, it's, it's six one half dozen the other most of these things. I like to say I recommend a Luton with the curtain side, failing that a Luton with the tail, failing that a Luton. Um, low loaders, like garment wagons, the ones that drop down, very handy for removals, not so great on the exchange for moving pallets. Uh, flatbeds, again, you get the old flatbed job. And if you get a flatbed job come up, you're very likely to get it, but few and far between. Single and double axle, again, is six one half and does the other. Um, I love my Sprinter, it's only a single axle, works perfectly well. I've got mates that run in transit, it's perfectly fine. You've got to bear in mind, though, double axle, you've got an extra two tyres on it, it's more weight. So, but it really is buy the best van you can with the money you've got at the time. And it says, have I got grandfather's rights with a C1 licence? Now, it could be wrong here, but as far as I know, you can still drive any vehicle up to three and a half tonnes without, um, without a lot, without a, a, a different licence. Once you go over that, now I've got granddad rights so I can drive a seven and a half tonne without actually getting qualified. I know some of the later people have actually got to take a separate test to, to drive between three and a half and seven and a half tonne. But I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe you can drive any vehicle up to uh, three and a half tonne on a normal license. Please let me know if I'm wrong. Thank you. Um, Pavlin Bibinski says, uh, what's the mileage payment for Maluton? Where I come from, I will be looking around 110 a mile. If it's a, a the regular customer, they trust me, they pay me a bit more, 120, 130, something like that. Sometimes on the back load, I'll bid as low as 80 pence. It depends. A different country, different parts of the country will get different rates. Truth of matter is, suck it and see. Put your bids in, see how many you win, see what you're happy running for, find happy medium. Um, it's not an exact science. 
Oh, oh yeah, RK again. Right, help me out, guys. RK says he's feeling blocked. He says his mate says he can't see the comments. Now, I can see all of his comments, as far as I know. He's done three this week. So if you guys out there can't see RK's comments, he's done um, one about the Jacks, he's done one about feeling blocked, and he's done one about the book become two. Uh, please let me know. It, if not, it might just be his mate who can't see it. But let me know, because I've, I've only ever blocked two people in my life. You can say what you like about me, I don't care. But it's kind of friends and family. One of them had a dig at the missus, and one, you didn't avert it, he was trying to be funny. Um, and one of them had a dig at one of my mates. So, but normally, you know, I'm open to criticism. I'm, you know, I, I don't get it right all the time. I'm here to try and spread the joy and all that kind of stuff. But if I get it wrong and if I do, I mess up, you know, it's fair enough, like, you know. And people have got to know that, otherwise, how do they know I'm on a level? So that's the size of things there. Um, yeah, and, yeah, uh, come back to that one. Paul Dodge. Uh, oh, yeah, Paul Dodge. He clarified the van sizes. You know, I said on hold, short wheelbase, one pallet, medium wheelbase, two pallets. It's on the comments. It's a little bit more in-depth. It's to do with, like, you know, size and heights and stuff like that. I, I won't go into it, but have a look at the comments. Very useful, Paul. Thanks very much indeed. And Tiffy so Soft Cornwall says... Um, He's, thinking, he's retiring this year and he's thinking, he wants to jump into it. He says, what kind of jobs come out of Cornwall? It's not a great area, mate. I'll be honest with you. It's because you're stuck down. It's, it's really a matter of industrial bases near you. There's quite a few career drivers down in the Devil Cornwall area, but they tend to be more based in the Devil Cornwall area. Your best bet would be to tramp. Not, not necessarily every time, but if you can get out of Cornwall or get out of Cornwall early and then maybe you might have to spend a day or two away from home and then get back again. It's not the best area for jobs. I'll, I wish I could tell you. I could, I could tell you otherwise, but, I, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the outskirts. You know, sort of Norfolk and the middle of Wales and Cornwall and anything past Northumbria, it gets a bit sparse. Beautiful. A lovely place to live, but from the point of view of actually picking up jobs, not so great, I'm afraid. Sorry. Uh, finally, thanks very much to everyone who downloaded the book. I think a few people did. If you do read it, I hope you enjoy it. Um, RK, again, he said he's... Um, I'm sorry to hear, mate. He's, he's, he's in the same kind of boat with his mum. So, yeah, all you can do, my friend... No, I don't, don't patronise people with advice because, you know, they used to go on to me about it and you just think, why don't you... And oh, I'll tell you the next bit. But um, all you can do is the best you can, mate. That's all the size of things. So anyway, if you are reading it, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you know. I hope it makes you laugh. And um, in the meantime, I hope you all had a lovely Christmas. And thank you very much, as always, for watching. Uh, I say back to normal tomorrow, but it's not really because um, be Monday and then Tuesday. But Tuesday will fade off early because it's New Year's Eve, so people will be going home because they've got parties. Wednesday there'll be nothing, and then starting Thursday, off we go. New Year, join the gym, eat carrots. Sprout wings and fly. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, once again, thanks for all, and um, here it comes. New year. Time to take care, take money. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.